Hello, and welcome to the Aging Name for Sissies podcast. My name is Marcy Backus, and I am your host. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about your bathroom mirror self-exam. From the curve of your back to the spots on your skin, you can learn a lot about your health from a close inspection in the mirror. I don't know about you, but I try to avoid the mirror at all costs at this age, but um, sometimes it's going to be your friend and this is going to be it. So sit back, get ready, and uh, we'll check in and see what I've been doing lately. Well, this week I'm coming to you from California again. I am at the friends of ours, Bob and Lucy, have a beautiful beach house in Newport Beach right on the sand, and we are lucky enough to spend a week here. Had a party here yesterday for all the fraternity brothers, so well attended, good food, always a good time. Craig and I are here until next Thursday, so you'll be hearing this on Monday. We'll still be in California. We left Chicago on Friday, and uh, NASCAR is this weekend and 4th of July. Great time to be out of the city of Chicago. It's the first ever NASCAR street race taking place in Chicago. And I looked at the weather, and we have had no rain. Like, it's a drought, and it is just pouring in downtown Chicago. So not sure what that's saying about the race, but uh, glad to be here in California. We're down at the beach. It's a little cooler, a little cloudier than inland in California, but... Nonetheless, it's California and I have my coffee looking at the ocean and you can't ask for much more than that. My best friend is on her way down, so she'll be here for a couple days. So that's great. Having dinner with some friends this week. So all is good in my life. A lot of things going on, a lot of trips coming up. So I will be podcasting from here, there and everywhere. I have several interviews coming up uh, with people you've heard before, but new content, new information. So in the next few weeks, I will be recording a lot of interviews. So I'm going to disperse those so you don't have to get, get sick of listening to me, I'm sure. And I enjoy doing the interviews. If you have information you think is important and you'd love to be interviewed, let me know. You can email me at agingfast1 at gmail.com. That's agingfast one at gmail.com. You can get a hold of me through my website, which is www.agingatefersissiespodcast.com. You can get back episodes on my website. You can get information. You can get Nita's information, Sylvia, anybody I've had on the show. Please check out my website. It's a, a plethora of information. I've pulled some old stuff down, but uh, again, if you've listened to the Dead Marcy Notebook lately, um, email me and I'm happy to send you a fillable copy of that in Word or PDF or however you want it. If you want to print it out and fill it in by hand or you want to do it by the computer, but your Dead Marcy Notebook is your key to uh, making people's lives easy after you're not here anymore. And I think that's important. I think uh, leaving our loved ones in the lurch, they're sad enough that we're gone, hopefully. Not always, but hopefully. And I'm having to figure out all of your codes that you've left behind or your mess of a paperwork or what have you is really not fair. 
Um, I don't think that's something I think if it's been done to you by your parents, you probably can see why you wouldn't want to do it to your kids. So again, you can always email me. I'll send you a copy of that free, no charge, all for you and fill that out. So we're coming up almost to a year where I was talking with our friends here, um, a year to aging ain't for sissies. And I'm really enjoying this. I'm also thinking of starting another podcast. So keep, keep your ears out. I want, I I would do both. I would still do this one, but I'm thinking of another one. I've got so much useless information in my head. I wonder if it's worth putting out on the airwaves. And then I travel a lot and Craig and I have traveled a lot. And I was thinking travel information could be really good. I don't know. Knocking it around in the old brain, see what comes up. It was super funny. Well, it's not really funny, but I guess it's kind of funny. Conversations as you get older in groups, they have shifted from children. Well, actually, it's shifted from having no kids and talking about just life and traveling and that to having kids. And then everybody gets around and we talk about our kids and then our kids get older and we talk about our kids. And now I see in these groups, when we're getting together, we're talking about Medicare, medical things, um, parents passing away, going through your family's things, dealing with family through death. Um, all of these conversations came up yesterday during the party and, It's very interesting to hear, but I think it's also cathartic in a way that you listen to other people going through. I think especially when our parents pass away and dealing with siblings and going through things and it's never easy. It's just not. And uh, one of the guests yesterday was having that going through that and and having families reactions and being surprised by families reactions and things like that. So. I think it's good to talk. I think it's a great thing to talk about because then you realize that everybody is 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 normal. <laughs> or as normal as can be. I uh, let's see what else is happening. Looking forward to this week here. I hope the sun comes out at some point. It would be nice to get a little sun before I go back to Chicago. Dealt with horrible smoke last week in Chicago. Yeah, one day we had the worst air quality in the United States, and this is coming from the Canada fires. And it breaks my heart, you know, living most of my life in California. We've lived in different places, but having a whole life of wildfires, you know what destruction it is, how hard it is on people's animals and the environment. It's, it's a rough thing. And to have New York be affected by this smoke, Pittsburgh, excuse me, I still have those hiccups, Pittsburgh, Chicago, it's, it's crazy that the smoke can travel that far and, and cause problems. I walked on Monday to an appointment and I had a sore throat by the time I got there. That's how bad the smoke was. So hoping when we get back to Chicago, the smoke will be cleared. Um, I'll be home a couple weeks and have another trip and another trip and another trip. Got lots of things going on. So keep you up to date with that. I hope everything is good where you're at. I hope your health is good. I hope your family's good. I hope all is well. And today we're going to talk about our own well-being and how we can take care of ourselves a little better. What we can look at in the mirror and a self-exam, what things we should be looking for um, when they're important and when they're not. So Stick with me, refresh that coffee, iced tea, Diet Coke, if you're me, whatever, and uh, come on back and we will talk about our mirror self-exam. Well, 
bathroom mirror. Something that I try to avoid at all costs the older I get. But apparently, from what I've been reading, we can do a lot and we can learn a lot by mere self-exams. So let's talk about your eyes, first of all. What to look for? What to look for? So if you're getting a crusty material accumulating along your eyelash line, your eyes may also feel irritated, gritty, or itchy. Up to half of all adults will develop this condition called, I can't say it, you guys, blepharitis. I don't know. It's B-L-E-P-H-A-R-I-T-I-S. The issue is it easy to self-diagnose. It sounds like it. What do you do about it? Well, the first thing you can try is you can mix a few drops of tearless baby shampoo and gently cleanse your eyes. Massage it into the eye and then rinse. If everything dissolves and the irritation subsides, you've got it under control. If not, you're going, whom are you to call? If this simple treatment doesn't pan out, you may have a more serious issue. So contact your optometrist or your ophthalmologist. So that's your eyes. So when looking at your mouth, what do you look for? Plaque, a sticky bacterial film that contributes to gum disease. Okay, I am a huge, I go to the dentist for cleanings two to three times a year, sometimes four. I happen to be someone that builds up plaque, can't stand that. So I take care of that. But what do you do? You can purchase some, do you remember those disclosing tablets? They used to give them to you from the dentist. They're red and you chew them and they stain where plaque is. You can get those, use a little mirror. You can kind of see where you're building up plaque. Maybe you need to brush better. Um, If you're having issues with your gums, you know, these things, the older you get, they don't have time to fix. So so stay on top of your your mouth. (laughs) Stay on top of your dental hygiene. I think it's super important. It's always super important the older we get the more important it is to, to, to take care of. Whom should you call? Your dentist. If you have problems, get in, see them. Um, interesting thing this week, I went to the dentist and uh, they did a cancer mouth exam. Never had that done before, but they did check my mouth for cancer. So that's new and a standard routine at the dentist. So our throat, what should we be looking for? We should be looking for lumps or bulges while swallowing. So you want to swallow while you're looking in the mirror. These could signal thyroid trouble, including hypothyroidism and underactive thyroid and hyperthyroidism and overactive thyroid. Thyroid cancer or a goiter, an enlarged thyroid. So how do you do it? Have a glass of water nearby using a handheld mirror. Um, Zero in on the lower front area of your neck. Take a sip of water. Tilt your head back slightly. Keeping your eyes on the mirror and swallow. Looking for any bulges or lumps that appear in your neck. Don't confuse your Adam's apple for a thyroid. The thyroid is below the Adam's apple, closer to the collarbone, and is generally not visible unless something is amiss. So good information there breasts, what to look for, changes in size, shape, or skin texture, possible warning signs of breast cancer or fibrodenoma. Now, men, you can get breast cancer just as well as a woman. So you should be taking care of this as well. Stand topless, place your hands on your hips, gently pressing them in to flex your chest muscles. Men, you need to do this too. Looking for any changes, including lumps, dippling, puckering, or new asymmetry between the breasts, a newly inverted nipple, redness, or a rash, leaking fluid. Next, repeat the sequence with your hands um, on your head. 
Um, obviously call your doctor right away if you see any issues. And men, I know it's talked about women all the time. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We have all these things, but you too can get breast cancer. Skin, what to look for? New spots or lesions, a pre-existing mole that seems to be changing color, shape, or size. Go on the internet. My opinion is go on the internet, look at different what skin cancers can look for, look for those types of things. Women should pay special attention to their lower legs and men to their backs. So just do a good inspection. And my feeling is yearly, you should see your dermatologist. So that's whom you would call. Posture, what to look for? A hunched over posture. Okay, so hunched over posture that resembles a C instead of an S. A sign of tight or weakening muscles or possible vertebrae. Bray fractures. Well, I have stuff going on with my vertebrae. My posture's not great. I know all these things. You need to check that. The more you start going forward, your hip flexors are going to tighten up. When your hip flexors tighten up, it's hard to stand straight. So you're going to again check this in the mirror. You're going to stand sideways before a full length mirror. Legs hip width apart. And hip width apart is closer than you think. So really focus on that. Turn your head towards the mirror. Your ear, shoulder, hip, knee, and ankle should be in alignment with a gentle S shape. To your back, curving slightly outward behind the lungs and inward near the lower back. If your back is more of a C shape with your head pushed forward or has a hump, try to stand up taller. If you can't, you may have fractures, you may have osteoarthritis. Again, it could be something as simple as your hip flexors. If you sit a lot at work, your hip flexors tighten up and keep you in that almost a sitting position when you're standing. And those that's something that's easy to fix. Hair, what to look for? Unexplained thinning or patchy hair loss. Run a hand through your hair and look to see if strands come out. If they do, use a magnifying glass to examine the ends of the strands. If they are frayed, that probably indicates damage from overuse of a hair dryer and dyeing. And I will tell you, most of you use your hair dryers and your um, curling irons and your flattening irons way too hot. Drop that heat. I'm telling you now, if you want shiny, healthy hair, drop that heat. If the ends are tapered, it means otherwise. Healthy new hair is coming out, a phenomenon that can occur several weeks to months after an intense period of stress or illness. Remember, if you've gone under anesthesia, it will come out in your hair months later. All right, let's talk about our feet. What to look for. Changes in your arches when you shift your weight. How to do it. Stand barefoot in front of a full-length mirror and turn sideways so your right side is closest to the mirror. Shift your weight onto your right foot, slide your left foot forward several inches, and look at the arch of your foot. Now shift your weight onto the left foot. If your arches fall flat, it indicates that the tendon that holds the arch up may be weakening. I don't know about you, but everything is weakening on me. My elbows are weakening. My life is weakening. So you would call your podiatrist and you may want to look at getting inserts. You know, you can get a lot of inserts from the store. You can buy better shoes, things like that. But this is this is just some of the things. And what I'm going to do, I this is a magazine article that I had found. 
and I'm going to um, create a PDF out of it, and I will put it up on my website, so you can get you can get it, you can print it out, and um, you can look at it and follow this on what you should be doing, how you should be doing it. Um, Our health is nothing to mess around with the older we get. Let me tell you, you're not tough just because you don't go to the doctor. I actually think people that don't go to the doctors are the weaker people. We need to go in. We need to see what's wrong with us. Um, We need to hit things head on. We need to not ignore things. And it's easy to do. I have had something going on with my left arm since February, so I'm not going to lie. But as you know, I've got other crap going on all the time. And uh, I've got to get in and see, have this left arm. It keeps swelling up on me and bruising. And then it'll be good for a while and it'll swell up and bruise. I have no idea what the heck is going on, but it's not good. So, You know, that is something important. Let's talk a little bit about, before I end here, um, stress and the body at 60. The older we are, the more damaged chronic stress can cause to our health. So that's something that's super important to realize. And I think as we get older, I don't know about you, but we should stress less. And sometimes I feel like I stress more. So what are some of the release valves, natural ways to tamp down the stress effect? Stress is divine, defined, I can't even talk this morning, as when you perceive that a task has become overwhelming, your ability to complete the task becomes stressful. So what, there's a million things that add stress to our life. So what can we do to use a release valve? How can we release that stress? ask for help. It's always great to ask for help. Again, it doesn't make you weak. I don't know. We were raised by parents that, you know, they didn't ask for help. They didn't ask for anything. But asking for help is the number one thing you can do to help release that stress. And Take stress breaks. Our phone, our social media, things like that, checking our email all the time, um, All of that can create stress. Um, I know I did something stupid last night on my phone. I'm on vacation, and what did I do? I've been having, you know, insurance is just a nightmare. And uh, there's two claims that they denied that they shouldn't have. And so what do I do last night? I'm laying in bed. I look at my insurance to see where those claims are at. And it just frustrated me and irritated me. That was stupid. So take breaks. Don't look at things that know you know are going to make you stress out. Use the quieting reflex. Smile inwardly to sing- signal to your body to relax. Think about happy thoughts. Uh, honestly, think about happy thoughts. Think about good times. Think about things that will allow your body to go, okay, I can relax now. I don't have to be so stressed out. Okay. Think about a time. I One of the times, I, it, whenever I want to relax, especially when I'm getting my blood pressure taken at the doctor's, there was a time Lynn, Craig, and the kids and I were all in Kauai having a great time. And Lynn and I took our rafts out into the ocean and we were just laying there, just floating on the water. It was so amazing. And we could look at the shore and we'd see our kids just running amok around the hotel and just didn't really care. (laughs) And we just laid there and we talked and we relaxed and we watched some surfers surf. And whenever I need to relax, I take myself back to that time. Happy times, good times. And it allows my body to remember, okay, you can be happy too. Walk. 
movement, exercise, do something, get up, stretch, move your body. Um, That is an amazing way to drop your stress level. Um, Some bigger things you can do is volunteer. Take time to help others. You will find helping others is a great way to help yourself. It's not selfish. You're giving selflessly, but you get a benefit too. Always make your bed. Always make your bed. Start out clean. I think starting out clean is one of the best ways that you can start your day. I cannot and will not be able to function if my world around me is not um, in good shape. How to fight the stress hormone cortisol. Use your body. Exercise can bring down cortisol levels in the elderly and in people with major depressive disorder. Exercise, walk. All you have to do is walk. If you have severe depression, high cortisol levels, that is what you can do. The fight or flight instinct, how to ground it, use your mind. Older adults have advantages in calming the sympathetic nervous system because acquired wisdom. We have acquired wisdom, so we can calm that down. We know that things do get better. Um, I don't think young people absolutely know that. So again, there are some things to our health. A lot of our health problems are caused by stress. So I've given you some ways to work through your stress. I think we all know these. Do we do them? Do we put them into action all the time? No. So hopefully me talking about them today puts them into action for you. Um, We also talked about what we can do with just our own mirror to take care and control of our health. Um, I think being out of control with our health is one of the things that adds stress to me. If I'm eating out of control, if I'm eating unhealthily, if I'm gaining weight, which I do, um, that is when I'm stressed at the highest because I know better and I do it anyway. So I think um, right now I'm, I'm in control of my life more than I have been in a long time. Moving, all those things threw me off track. I'm back on track. I'm taking care of myself. And when I have all those ducks in a row, my stress levels are lower. And I bet yours are too. I think when we let parts of our life go out of control, our stress just amps right up. And it doesn't mean you have to be a control freak. It doesn't mean you have to control every aspect of your life, but you have to acknowledge it. Um, look at it and say, yes, I see you. I see that I'm overeating. I understand it. What can I do about it? Um, can I do anything right now or do I just have to let it go? Cause I've got too many other things going on in my life and I can't control that. Make conscious decisions. If you're making conscious decisions, if you're writing them down, if you're saying them out loud, then at least it's conscious. If you're just winging it, that's when the stress levels go up. So I hope this little bit of stress and and health helped you today. Um, hang in there. If your life is full of stress, use a list, write things down. Um, Craig does a really good thing. Craig writes his to-do list every day. So in other words, he writes a to-do list, checks off things during the day, and the next thing day he starts the to-do list with the things he didn't finish from yesterday and then adds the new things. And I think that's a really great way of staying in control of your life. If you are a to-do list person, um, that's a, a great way, again, of keeping control. So sit back. We have a senior moment coming up. 
talk a little bit about that, and then uh, we'll be done for the day. So thanks for listening. Hang in there. We've got our next video. Okay, so I was trying to think about the senior moment, and it... I had another senior moment planned, but then I thought about something I just said, and I had talked about my insurance claims. Now, when I was in California, I was under Kaiser, and I was always very happy with Kaiser, but you don't have all this pre-existing, you have to get permission for everything. And of course, I never go on to another doctor without permission from my first doctor, but it seems like my claims get kicked back all the time. And what I want to tell you is stay on top of your health insurance. Pull it up. Make sure that you have a login to your website. Look at what they're doing. And for God's sakes, question every single solitary thing. Also, keep your records clean. Keep records. They send you things. Keep all of those things. I um, had a procedure on my back for... um, two cortisone shots that had to be done under in a surgical care center. It's $20,000 bill. My insurance said, no, you didn't get permission for that. Well, heck yes, I did. And I had proof, but man, I had to go revisit that claim three or four times before it got covered. And I've noticed they've covered it except for $3,000 of it. Again, saying I didn't have that part of it. I didn't have permission for. Yes, I did. So It's a full-time job keeping up with it sometimes, and it's irritating, but don't go with what they say. They are, we come from a generation, I think sometimes of don't question it. If that's what it says, it's right. No, it's not. No, it's not. Computers are wrong. They put in the wrong codes. Let me tell you, oh, they coded that wrong. I've heard that at least on six of my claims. Oh, that was put in coded incorrectly. Let me correct the code and it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So fight, 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 make those phone calls, stay on hold for the hour that you need to stay on hold, but don't give up and don't pay something you don't feel you need to pay. I am so irritated at insurance, but I'll tell you one thing. And if if you're not capable, ask your kids to help you. Ask a friend. Ask someone if you're alone and you're not sure and you're looking at your bills and you're like, don't panic. Because again, we talked about stress. Well, what, a $20,000 bill, I'm not paying that. I wouldn't have had the procedure done if I was going to have to pay $20,000. For God's sakes, I live in pain. Thank you, America, for your great health care system is all I can say. And I pay over $1,000 a month for my health insurance, like many of you. And then you're going to tell me I didn't follow the rules when I did? Follow up on your health care. Follow up on your claims. Do not pay a claim because they say you have to. Make sure you're getting all your um, referrals. Keep track of your referrals. I was not keeping the best track because I thought they had, you know, they send the referral over. Well, let me tell you, I am keeping track of my referrals like like anything because um, I've had to prove that I've had the referral four or five times. When you give up the referral, when you go for the thing, it's it's crazy. But I'm on my soapbox and I'm angry because I feel that a lot of people are paying bills they don't need to be paying. So stand up for yourself. Stand up for your insurance. Um. Email your insurance, talk to your doctor, 
talk to the claims department in your doctor's office. They all have them. They have the referral department and the girls in my office are great. If I need something, they get it to me right away. If you don't have the referral and you don't see it in your pile of papers, call your doctor's office. They'll have it and they're happy to send it. It's not hard for them. It's in a computer system. So take care of your health, but don't pay for things you shouldn't be paying for. And remember what I always say, aging ain't for sissies.